Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another recruiting edition of the Wolverine uh, here on the Wolverine YouTube channel and also in our podcast feed. I'm Anthony Broom, different uh, filling in for Clayton Safey today. I'm here with EJ Hound and Tim Verkees. We do have a few things we want to talk about on the recruiting trail, but before we do that, we do want to talk about our friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped just launched new products, including their, no- their new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give yourself or someone who needs it, who's to say, uh, the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. So go to manscaped.com, use the code 20GOBLUE for 20% off and free shipping. Uh, We love uh, getting our packages from manscaped.com. They uh, set up the performance performance package 4.0, which has the lawnmower 4.0 in it. Uh, The electric trimmer has advanced skin-safe technology. Uh, to protect your own packages. So uh, anti-chafing ball deodorant comes in the in the package. Moisturizer, toner, all that stuff is in there. The hygiene bundle also comes with a pair of Manscaped anti-chafing boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. So uh, like I said, we love when they send us stuff. It's not just a, it's not just the ad pitch for us. They send us packages. We love the product. It's, it's consistently high quality stuff. So tis the season to load up. The holiday, you know, Christmas is over, but there's still some holiday stuff going on. So load up and using our code twenty go blue and get your twenty percent off and free shipping using uh, our code and the products at Manscaped.com. So every guy out there should take advantage of the situation. So now that we've got the business portion of it done, as I said before, EJ and Tim are here with us. Uh, we have a couple things you want to hit on in today's edition of the show. The first thing, and we'll lead with Tim here, uh, has to do with Michigan's push for Dylan Bell and Andrew Paul. So, Tim, why don't you helm that segment and t- take us through the recruitments of both of those guys? Yeah, so, you know, as we kind of put the uh, put the finishing touches here on the 2022 cycle, not a whole lot of spots left, not a whole lot of positional needs left, um, but Michigan's in uh, looking for a second, I guess, offensive skill player is the best way to put it because um, – so Dylan Bell is a uh, was originally recruited to Michigan as a running back. He's currently committed to Georgia, but was originally recruited to Michigan as a running back. Uh, after Jim Harbaugh and the staff saw him in person, they like him more at running back or at wide receiver. He likes himself more at wide receiver. He's open to playing whatever at the next level, but you know wide receiver is his preference. Um, and um, Michigan um, got back in the picture with him soon after signing day. After uh, he did not sign with Georgia. Um, during the early signing period, um, the the reasons are a little vague as to right now. All we know is Georgia. Um, it sounds like they're they're working some class numbers right now, trying to figure out if there's a spot for him or not. 
Um, so in that process, you know, schools like Michigan have reached out. Michigan, Florida, Houston, and uh, Texas have all reached out to him, um, you know, trying to push to flip him here ahead of February. Um, and so with Bell specifically, um, you know, Michigan is back in it. They've assured him there's a spot for him at wide receiver, despite taking signing three wide receivers in December. They've assured him there's a, there's a spot for him if he wants it. Um, and so, you know, that just kind of tells you what Michigan thinks about him. He's a 6'2", 205. I think he's closer probably to 210 realistically um, at the position. Um, and uh, he's a he's he's his best skill is after the catch. You know, after the catch, he's a, he's a bit of a bruiser. Um, you know, kind of a, a Debo Samuel type. Um, that's the best way I think you can you can use him at the next level. You know, get him in on some jet sweeps, throw him in the backfield. You know, get him in on on a on a mix of different plays. I think Josh Gaddis will have um, if he does wind up in Michigan. You know, Josh Gaddis will have you know an, a, a lot of ways to use him. So um, he's one that Michigan's pushing for, and then Michigan's also pushing for a potential second running back in the class, and that could come in the form of Andrew Paul who was recently offered out of a, a parish Episcopal, a private school out in Dallas. Um, Paul really burst on the scene as a senior, um, had, a, had a, just kind of a record-breaking season for them, um, or at least, you know, record-breaking for him season. Um, and, you know, on, on tape, you know, he's, he's a bit of a do-it-all back, kind of gives, you know, Michigan uh, a good complimentary back to what they already have in 22 and CJ Stokes. Um, and uh, he's... He's still playing out his process. He's got a couple of schools he's got in mind. Um, got a couple of visits he wants to make in January. I think I expect Michigan to probably get an official visit from him here in January before a uh, a, a Feb decision and uh, and uh, Feb signing. All right. Well, now we'll move over to uh, you know staying with the 2022 class. Cavante uh, Henry was who was Michigan's only commitment that did not sign on signing day. Uh, it, it has seemed uh, things have been kind of fluid with things uh, with his recruitment there. EJ, take us through the latest on what's going on with uh, with Kevonta Henry. Yeah, so Kevonta Henry on 300 edge rusher out of uh, Londale, Lusinger in the Los Angeles area. Henry committed to Michigan in the summer in large part because of former Michigan director of player personnel, Courtney Morgan, who recently made his way to Washington Morgan no longer on staff. I think that Henry decided to kind of wait things out, see what else was out there. He actually made an official visit to Washington uh, to visit his old friend, Courtney Morgan, uh, right before uh, the early signing period. And during the late period, we kind of expect him to continue making official visits once this dead period comes to an end and the contact period resumes. So we'll probably see him make his way out to Florida, Oklahoma, has reached out some of the West Coast programs like Oregon, USC, UCLA have, have reached out as well. So I feel like right now keeping Henry in the class is going to be tough. I mean, Michigan would really like to have him, especially with Ethan Burke, Michigan's former edge rusher commit, flipping to Texas right before National Signing Day uh, and not really having a true edge rusher in this class with Derek Moore being a little bit more of a tweener, Micah Pollard being a little bit more of a tweener. I think Henry would be a nice piece in this class, given his upside. He's uh, the ultimate boomer bust prospect. I mean, he's an on 300 guy uh, and his ceiling is through the roof. His ceiling's a top 100 guy, but his floor is also a guy that we never hear from ever again. Uh, so he's definitely a risk prospect, but his, his talents there, I again, am not really expecting him to end 
end up in the class for Michigan, given his interest elsewhere and the fact that Morgan departed. But if they are able to keep him, that would be a, you know, a really nice gift to end the recruiting cycle. Well, EJ, we'll stick with you. Uh, you were just in Detroit again. You should just get a second home here, honestly, EJ, uh, for the <laughs> Ford Field Showcase. A lot to go over from there. So give us some of your takeaways from what you saw uh, during that event. Yeah, so I actually I woke up at 4.30 uh, in the morning, central time here in Chicago, made the uh, day trip out to Detroit, actually put on some of the great Manscaped body wash before I went out there, made sure I was smelling good before <laughs> uh, before a long day work. But uh, went out to Ford Field, uh, Sound Mind, Sound Body, which is a, a great organization in the Detroit area, does a lot uh, for local kids and provides training programs and club seven on seven programs for some of the best uh, recruits out that way. Will Johnson was a part of it. Uh, and, you know, his, his father, Dion Johnson, was actually a co-founder of Sound Mind, Sound Body. So they put together a big camp for Detroit kids and Nashville kids. They, they combined with MPA, which is a big training and club seven and seven organization out in Nashville. It's actually the same organization that produced Michigan freshman star Junior Colson. So it's kind of cool to see kids from both areas. Uh, this event gave me an opportunity to see Michigan wide receiver commit Samaj Morgan out of West Bloomfield, one of the early 2023 pledges. Uh, I've seen Morgan plenty of times in the past, but this was actually my first time seeing him since early September or late August. I saw West Bloomfield week one, I believe, and didn't get a chance to see them again later in the season. And he's continued to add uh, some really good muscle to his uh, really compact frame. He's about 5'9", 5'10", right now. Uh, but he's really, really muscular, especially in his upper half. His lower body is extremely thick. He is going to be a similar guy to A.J. Henning. I think A.J. was a, a little faster and more explosive and, and was a little more highly touted as a recruit. But I think Morgan is a more natural pass catcher he's a, a better route runner he's built like a running back but plays wide receiver and has played wide receiver for years uh aj henning was a guy that was built like a running back but played running back mostly at his high school before converting to wide receiver but i think morgan brings a similar skill set yeah uh, you know he can uh, stretch the field and get vertical but he's better in short space he's extremely quick he can make uh, a lot of different plays uh, on, you know, just short slants, drag routes. He can line up in the backfield if needed. He can take jet sweeps. So uh, there's a lot to, to really like about Morgan. I think he's a great first land in the class, and he's definitely going to be a class leader already working on guys like Dante Moore and Amir, Amir Herring, who are two elite prospects in state. But he had a really good performance out there. He was one of the top performers. And, and just some other notes, some guys that – uh, kind of caught my attention and, and stood out to me, you know, sticking in the 23 class, the other uh, two big targets there were Kamari Anderson, uh, a do-it-all athlete out of Detroit Cast Tech, and Ethan Crisp, a hybrid linebacker out of the Nashville area. So starting off with Kamari Anderson, he's actually the younger brother of Michigan freshman Raheem Anderson. Kamari's an interesting prospect. He was actually more of a baseball recruit, before really getting some traction as a football recruit this year. I saw Cast Tech play twice this year. He did everything from tight end to defensive end uh, and, and 
a little bit of wide receiver as well. I think Michigan likes him a little more as a flex tight end. Um, he will be at the Orange Bowl this weekend. Uh, obviously, he has ties with his brother. So I think if Michigan pushes, they have a great shot at landing. Uh, Michigan obviously has had success in Nashville recruiting linebackers, while uh, Junior Colson. Um, you know, they landed Miles Pollard this past cycle. So I think they can continue to keep the Nashville pipeline going. Crisp, again, is a hybrid guy, a prospect that started off as a strong safety, but has developed into more of an athletic uh, linebacker. I think he'll be an inside linebacker if he were to end up at Michigan. And uh, he's very high on the Wolverines, hasn't had a chance to visit yet, but is looking to do so in either January or February um, after the dead period comes to an end. But yeah, I would say Michigan's, you know, firmly in, in that top group right now for crisp. And then just quickly on some underclassmen uh, guys that really moved the needle with Michigan offers. I thought Jacob Odin out of Harper Woods, a Michigan legacy uh, is, is developing into one of the top defensive backs in the country. Uh, he's very high on the Wolverines early on Nick Marsh, uh, a wide receiver out of River Rouge has uh, developed into one of the top prospects in the country in 2024 as well and is uh, gaining more and more interest in Michigan, especially with the Wolverine season and his visit uh, for the game against Ohio State. Um, also had a chance to see some interesting uh, 24 prospects from Nashville highlighted by Caleb Beasley, who's one of the top defensive backs in the country in that cycle as well. Uh, he's looking to visit Michigan soon. So those were kind of some of the, the the takeaways I had from being out there. But again, sound mind, sound body, and MPA both do a terrific job in their respective areas, and it was uh, an event filled with uh, with quite a bit of talent. Well, we appreciate the update there, EJ. Also, uh, this wasn't on the rundown, but something that popped into my head. So uh, it's just a bit of a pop quiz, I guess. Michigan and Georgia will play Friday uh, for the right to go to the national title game. Are there any Michigan-Georgia recruiting battles that you think might hinge? Not Maybe not hinge, but something that could maybe swing one way or another depending on Friday's result. Yeah, well, I, I definitely think, you know, as Tim mentioned earlier, Dylan Bell is one to watch being a Georgia commit. Uh, just to kind of bounce off of what Tim said, Michigan has gotten in contact here during the, the late period, and the fact that he didn't sign with Georgia has left the door open. He's such a versatile prospect, as Tim mentioned, a, a running back, wide receiver. Uh, and I know he told Tim that he would be watching the game closely. I was actually uh, at the Fair State camp this summer here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and he had a chance to work out in front of Jim Harbaugh and Josh Gaddis and Mike Hart. And it was just cool to see how he bonded so well with that staff. He actually came up to me after the camp and was like, that Dante Moore kid, if Michigan gets him, I mean, we're going to be great. He was so excited about, like, the future of Michigan. He was a former silent Michigan commit. I mean, who, the cat's out of the bag. We can just go ahead and say it. So he was a former silent Michigan commit before he ended up committing to Georgia. So I think if Michigan beats Georgia, it'll it'll give him even more of, or more of a planting of the seed to be like, okay, well, maybe Michigan is the play. And, and as Tim mentioned, Michigan has told him there's a spot for him. So I think this game will, will have definite implications on that. All right, cool. Any other final thoughts from, from you or Tim before we wrap things up and, and move on? Use Manscaped. The body wash is terrific. <laughs> That's a company man right there. All right, well, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, for those on the YouTube channel, be sure to like this video, subscribe for those listening uh, in other ways. Be sure to 
Uh, we're available wherever you get your, your content. YouTube, Apple, Google, Spotify. We're all there. Um, EJ, Tim, appreciate your time. Thank you so much for the update. And we will talk to everyone else soon.